Do you want a watermelon? No, I'm alright. What about a puppy? Yeah, sure. I can't remember what any of this is now. Yeah, exactly. That's like, I bet so much with Cow Texas. <laughs> this is a comic idea. Especially when you do it late at night and you just, you'll <laughs> wake up at like 2 a.m. like, that dream was amazing. I need to write that down. And I write it down and I get the next morning. Oh. And it's like, there's one. Let me, let me actually find it. It's still in Google Drafts because it's the only draft I've got left in my inbox <laughs> because um, I'm afraid of getting rid of it in case it was really important but I've got a <laughs> but I don't know what it's for I don't even know if it's for a comic or if it's for real life and it says <laughs> dark black lady is the jack card killer what the f*** does that mean? and then we talked about acquired tastes but I'm still at the stage where I'm not sure if I'll ever appreciate whiskey. Like, Adza loves it. And he's he's been investing in, like, good whiskeys. And he gets it out on good occasions. And sometimes, you know... And I'm on the receiving end, which I'm very grateful for. He's just like, would you like whiskey? And I'm like, yes. Because I want to learn this. But I'll probably never buy a bottle of whiskey anytime in the foreseeable future. And he's got the massive blocks of ice. So, you know, he's, he's learning about, like, the ice. And apparently that's good. I'm not sure. And so we, we drink... and. Oh, he's on to his second glass and I've barely had a sip. Like, it actually tastes like petrol. And I'm not sure <laughs> that I'm ever going to get used to it. But I'm putting in the time. I'm putting in the hours so that one day... Because I feel like this is my cigar. I probably never smoke cigars. But I'll, I'd like to be in a situation where I'm in a room full of leather chairs. And they're passing around the whiskeys. And they're like, Mark, would you like a whiskey? And I'm like, yes, I would. What year is it? And I'll know something about it. That's what I want to be cultured. I don't think you really ask what year it's got. Should be asked what age. Okay, you, this would, is would good you like information would, to know would, that I'll learn over the years. Would, Speaking of looking at it, uh, what do you think of this beer? Oh, the beer would be. Yeah, I pretty much finished a whole bottle of them. We haven't mm. spoken about it yet. It's a James um, Squire Hop Thief Number Seven, the Hop Beer Galaxy and Mosaic Hops. Break into this lavishly hopped American-style pale ale for flavour that's worth the risk. Yeah, that, that sounds natural and made up on the spot. No. <laughs> like, is does that not sound appealing? It, I, I'm really loving this beer. It's okay. great. It's really, I'm, uh, what do you think? I've only got it because of the description. Like, it's worth the risk. That's why I bought it. And the reason I asked you is because I was recently listening to a, another podcast. I can't remember which podcast it was. But um, they were talking about craft beers. The big thing about craft beers is telling a story on the label. And that's where most people are going to find your beer. Like people, just like when I bought these, we were just looking at the windows and staring at for 10 minutes trying to choose which one. And they're saying that's the big appeal about craft beers is like the story and that. But... What the hell does that say about craft? Like, the craft beer enthusiast doesn't really care what it tastes like. They want a pretty picture. Oh, yeah. And they'll probably want to pick a different pretty picture next time. They don't want the same pretty picture. So what does it matter if the beer tastes good as long as it's got a pretty picture? How, how often do you buy... And this, this is a bit, uh, only slightly different. How often do you buy wine? Really? Very, like how rarely? Well, not in a lot. Well, okay. Maybe twice or three times a year. No, oh, okay, that's that's, that's, that's a way a <laughs> lot less than I was But I'm very much the same. Where you'll go, you go if you go into a shop to buy wine, beer it's a bit less because beer I quite often will go for one I know or a brand that I know because I know I like it. 
Whereas with wine, I find, tend to find because it's a much smaller scale, mm-hmm. a winery won't make as many bottles. Unless it's something like Jacob's Creek that I know I won't like. Um, but I go in and, yeah, you look at two things. The price. Number one. Yeah, number, number, number one. one That's no, no, number one. Yep. Price is always price. I mean, I'm never going to go into, well, may, at the moment I go into a wine shop and the first thing I do is go, right, where's the reds? Okay, here are the reds. Which ones are below $30? That's good. <laughs> Anything above $30 is out. Yep. And then after that, it's how nice is the label? Mm-hmm. And I try to keep myself quiet. I read the, you know, read the description. Oh, it's a nice full-bodied red with blah, grey parfait. Yep. Yeah, and it pretty much turns into that. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I get past full-bodied, and it just goes. <laughs> it sounds like a Charlie Brown episode. But, but I always, oh. but I always end up with this label looks nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that often, well. You say the prices first, and then the label in your selection, in your initial selection criteria. Yeah. What if you find, because that's a really low price, this very cool image on a wine bottle that you're very surprised to see, like it really appeals to you, and it's cheaper than you thought, like way cheaper than you thought it'd be, to the stage of like, this is probably not alcoholic. Like it... Oh, the, so when, so. When you, what yeah. stage does that? If you find a really good label, will you not buy it because it's too cheap, or will you stick like? Uh, I'm I, I would I would look into it. If it, if I see a cool label, I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. And then you and then if you see it, it's like three dollars or something, then I'll be suspicious. so three dollars is too low. No, well I'll come back to that in a moment. Okay, okay. But when when you like when it is that kind of range, you do look at it and go, is this actual wine or am I just like drinking fancy grape juice? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I, so I will check. Like but if it's if it is legit wine, full strength, then I'll probably still buy it. And I'd be like, yeah, quids in. I've got really cheap wine. Yeah. Like you didn't come to us to Canberra, did you? No. Nope. So we went to nationals in Canberra in two thousand and thirteen. Uh, and whilst we're there over there, they have Audi. I think it's Audi, or is it? Mm, that's coming Audi. here, right? Audi. Yep. Yes. So we're there looking at these wines, and I'm going, cheap wines, this is great. What kind of range are we looking at? Three to five dollars for a per bottle. Is this at Audi? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I'm, going, I'm going to say it's probably unlikely you could buy those wines elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going there, and I bought three bottles, one three dollars, one four dollars, one five dollars. And we ended up coming to the conclusion, and we mentioned this before, the second cheapest was the nicest. Uh. Like, it went... The $4 bottle was nicest, then the $3 bottle, and then the $5 bottle was the worst and no one liked it. Huh. Which one did you have first? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> but the, Maybe se- that had The second day just... we went back, we just got three of the $4. Oh, wow, okay. Aldi's, they sell their own brand stuff only, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, you go, it, it, yeah. So it's the way Coles and Woolies are heading. They're doing more and more of their own stuff. And less yeah, is that, is that a new thing over here? Well, and it's, it's definitely more so now. Like before they used to disguise it and say like, hey, this is home brand or this is black and gold and that's the cheapest brand. But now they've got a specific Coles or Woolies brand and I think they've done well. Like it, it feels a little bit more at market than the home brand or black and gold, even though they're just the Coles or Woolies budget version. So now they have both yeah, and they have the rest, the rest of the brands. But now in more product lines, they've got their generic brand and less and less range because because there's more of their stuff in the more prominent places and i don't care like if my jar of kidney beans is home brand or if it's woolies or if it's some uh unique italian amazing 
red kidney beans because maybe they red, make red kidneys. Italian I'm red sh- kidneys. I'm not sure. Wherever <laughs> red kidney beans are made from, then I'll get the home brand one. I don't care. It's the cheapest. So, but definitely, I think it's heading down that track, which is very interesting. Because we've had, I mean, home brand's been around in the UK for quite a while. Is it the same home brand? No, we, well, it's got to the point now where there's, uh, for example, let's go with Tesco's. Uh, probably not the great choice because I don't think I'll remember them all. But they have like different types of home brand. They've got their, I think, uh, what's the Tesco's <laughs> one called? So like a cheap, cheap? Yeah, so, cheap. so like, the, yeah, my, oh, my UK friends are going to point out how, if I get this wrong. But like Tesco's has like every day, oh, I hope I don't get this wrong, every day, which is like the cheapest of the cheap. And it's just like a white mm-hmm. package with yeah, like, blue lines. Yeah. That's it. And that's that's the design of everything. Yeah. And then they've got like the Tesco, just Tesco one, which is mm. a bit nicer. It's got some colors on there. Mm, colors. And then they have like the Tesco's like premium one. I can't remember what it's called. I've noticed like some jars, uh, some tins will have like the cheap one won't even have a pool tin. So mm. you better invest in a in a yeah, can exactly. opener. Oh wow. Yes. But like all the supermarkets have that. Mm-hmm. Like Sainsbury's has their basics, and then they have their. Uh, taste the difference range mm-hmm. and I think they possibly have one in the middle as well so they all have like ev- and this comes across like pretty much everything I mean it's not like here you won't you'd really struggle to buy a Coles TV wouldn't you? yeah there's no Coles t- but one day yeah. I reckon there will there's like Kmart you, t- you, you already can in the UK oh okay so and that's been like that in for years you can walk into Asda or Tesco's yeah. the, the big ones this isn't in, every, in all of them and you can buy a TV huh. or a swimming pool or a bike <laughs> Like, because um, oh, you say, just be going in buy coffee and you accidentally buy a swimming pool, just because uh, it's special. I would, yeah, I, I'd like to say that I've never done something like that, but that's definitely it could happened. Happen. It could I've, happen. I've definitely walked in the water with like a, a skateboard or something. <laughs> but like, imagine if like in, in the Australian equivalent would be like imagine Coles but with a Kmart bolted on the side of it, uh-huh, uh-huh. but it's all one store. Oh, and there's a. BWS in there because in the UK you don't you're allowed to buy alcohol oh, in a supermarket. In America, that was very weird. I don't. Oh, it was so weird here walking around because like, it took me ages to actually notice. Mm-hmm. Until at one point I was just walking around Coles, going, "Where's the beer?" Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just as like there's still the BWS attached or the whatever, whatever. In most liquor. cases, uh, what's the uh, Liquorland's Coles? And you take your trolley in, so it may as well be in the same shop. But I no, oh, I'm too weird about that. Because I'm like, it's never stop job. Don't want to, but yeah, <laughs> my the... cookies have no place in this liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but I haven't paid for the stuff I've already got. I can't go into another shop. Yeah, right, yeah. But yeah, it's it's so weird because like at home you would just do like, right, I'm going there. I'm going to buy my crisps. I'm going to buy my pork pies, and I'm just going to buy a seventy centiliter bottle of Morgan Spice. Yeah, would you find you buy alcohol more just because it's convenient? Uh. Probably, I don't. I don't know if I'd do it now you have to go because to a there, there was a big difference now. Because when I, I haven't lived in the UK as not a student, yeah. Like as soon as I stopped being a student, I moved to Australia. Mm-hmm. So that I didn't have money. Very, you have a very home branded view of the world. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's also the point is when I'm a student, I can't go out. When I'm in the supermarket, I can't afford beer. Uh-huh. Whereas now I could, so I probably would buy beer a lot more if I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's just weird. Like, if I, I would, I wouldn't think twice about walking out of a store with my you know, tea and my milk and also <laughs> and a six pack. Yeah, that would be normal. You just, it's just part of the shop. Yeah, you know. Anyway, bigs. Yeah, also, one thing, oh, I don't know if anyone else like. I think this is only something that people who have lived in both Australia and the UK can empathise with. Possibly only 
Brits living in Australia as well, is that shops here are just in the wrong order. It's oh, like, getting your stuff. Yeah, it's just not right. In the UK, it's very, like, I have in my mind, I, I walk into any supermarket and I know exactly which aisle to go to for whatever. Like, it starts off fresh fruit and veg and it moves on to, like, meats and then it'll move on to tin food and then there'll be crisps and snacks, confectionery, booze. <laughs> and the booze usually takes up quite a lot as well. <laughs> Where's the freezer section? Oh, shit, freezer will be in there as well, wouldn't it? Freezer's, like, uh, so freezers are, like, towards the end. Mm-hmm. for some reason come to think of it I don't know why it's not next to the fridges I sometimes get in a panic because I very rarely but sometimes I buy like some ice cream and I pop it in the shopping trolley and I pop it there first because I'm most excited about it <laughs> and then I start to panic because the ice cream is melting and it's got to get through the shop it's got to get to the car it's got to drive home like it's not going to last you don't, you don't go and change it do you? I didn't think about that <laughs> but I mean that, I don't know if that's a good or bad idea. thing but I know some people, this is really, I reckon this is a cool idea, is that you know how uh, they have the fridges in the store with the cold drinks? Yeah. And you get it from a warm drink from the shelf, which is still pretty cold. It's not that warm. Uh, but it's cheaper on the shelf. No, no, it isn't. Yes, it is. If you buy, you can buy like a 600ml Coca-Cola for like three bucks in the in the fridge near the checkout. Or you can buy like a 1.5 litre for $2 in the warm Oh, section. you mean just buying a bigger one? Uh, yeah, just because you can't buy a colder, bigger version or a warmer, smaller version. But what I've seen people do is get the bigger version, pop it in the freezer down near the veggies, <laughs> while, do their shop, come back, cold Coke, cheaper, more Coke. Genius. So if you're walking down the veggie <laughs> aisle, and like the frozen veggie aisle, and you see Cokes just in the freezer next to your peas and corns, there's a good chance... Mark Copes is shopping <laughs> in the same supermarket as you are. I've got snacks, but they're in the cupboard because I didn't know if you wanted to order pizza first or whatever. Mm, yeah. What are you, are you feeling pizza? I'm feeling pizza. I like pizza. Yeah, I love I'm pizza. never going to turn pizza down. <laughs> Pizza's like a favourite of mine. And like, whenever it's like, oh, would you like some takeaway? The default is pizza because that way I don't have to leave the house. Mm. I mean, I could order food that isn't pizza and get it delivered, but no. No. There's a Chinese place near our place that is Chinese drive-thru. And I'm not sure if they're succeeding or not. <laughs> Chinese drive-thru. Well, They've been, yeah, they I'm, were for sale straight away. As soon as they built it, they were for sale. So I can't see that going well as soon as you drive up and you, you say whatever you know. <laughs> 20 nice, minutes later. Yeah, chicken chow mein. Uh, can you make that quick? No. I mean, we get angry when we're sat at McDonald's drive-thru for 10 minutes. That's it. That's it. But they have, well, when I ordered, I ordered Chinese last Friday night and they, I called up. I called up 5.30. I was going to pick it up, go to Nats, and they, she said, it was like, yeah, that'll be eight minutes, which is like, I could have called and then drive there and it'd be ready. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if, you know, they're just starting service for the night, the cooking bulk food, it's going to be ready. Cause normally it'd be like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if like, start of the night, this is a good, like eight minutes. Great. You just called at the right time or... Whether they just microwaved things for us, you know, like uh, I would say. I mean, I worked at a pub in the UK, and it was quite. Yeah, you know, we weren't like in the middle of a town or something. It was quite a rustic pub because we were way out in the sticks. We would like it. Would, it did really nice food. You know, I was kitchen and there was great stuff. You know, like good high end pub grub, but a lot of it was microwaved. But I think prepping and freezing, to an extent, is pretty smart. Yeah. I'm not sure how far you push that. I wonder what Chinese is 
to what extent that is true. I feel like, no doubt, sauces probably cooked in batches. Oh, it must be. And I guess that's what it is a lot of time. Maybe they just chuck in fresh meat, hopefully. I hope, I hope it's the right meat as well. <laughs> hopefully. It was good anyway. Have you, ever, have you ever had Chinese food in China or Thai food in Thailand? Uh, we went to Japan last year. We were probably the worst people to go because everyone likes going to Japan and eating fancy stuff. And I'm not adventurous at all. And largely an Italian-based diet, which is pizza, pasta, lasagna, <laughs> gnocchi, pizza. And so pretty fussy and don't like seafood, which is Japan. <laughs> you were just great for Japan. And then on top of that, now, uh, not so much now, but at the time was allergic to soy. Her dad was quite cute. He went and found like this uh, Japanese lady at work, his work. And she wrote out these translation cards that said, um, do you have anything on the menu that doesn't have soy? Did anyone just turn around and go, nope? Oh, sometimes we went in and like, we'd, we just, we'd walk in and they don't speak, most places didn't speak English, but they were very nice about it. It's not like France where they scoff at you if you don't speak French. So they're very nice and very hospitable. And you go and you give this piece of paper and they look at it and they go, oh, two minutes, I'll go to the chef. And they come back and most of the time they shake their head. <laughs> so I pretty much ate... A version of crumbed chicken or pork and rice. That was my favorite dish. And crumbed chicken. Pretty much. I love katsu chicken. Katsu. Uh, yeah, that's what it yeah. was. I'm pretty sure. Is, that, is that pretty much crumbed and chicken, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Fantastic. It's great, isn't it? But I don't know if anyone's going to know how we got to Stephen Fry. Because we just started I, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I cut out the first kind of like It's kind of like the puppies <laughs> and watermelon thing. Is yeah. like, we're not going to tell you what it is. And saying. who's Stephen Fry anyway? We didn't even explain that. <laughs> It worked really well because it was just suddenly we're talking about Stephen Fry on Twitter. Now. And you see how that was trending? Yeah, that was, was such a trend. coincidence. How long ha- ago did that whole Stephen Fry thing oh, happen? I was aging. No, he's done something since. Ah, oh, okay. He's done something. He's been accused of doing something. No, he he um he said something. He said something along the lines. Uh, I think he said it on YouTube or something. But he said something along the lines of people who complain about being abused as a child. Uh, Oh, what? he said something like they're trying to get attention or they're... Oh, so not in his favour. Yeah, basically he said something... And you think some... that's hearsay or you think that's... that's is no, as in, I think, pretty sure it was, I think pretty sure he said it like ah. online, like yeah. on the record. It wasn't something that someone said, I heard Stephen Fry say mm-hmm. people who are child abused who get, uh, you know, pretty princesses who should get over themselves. That Just, just, to, just to clarify, that's not what he said. <laughs> but he said, yeah, but he, he, he said something about... Well, he did, basically the the cut the cut and thrust of it is he said something that people strongly disagreed with. Yeah, Majority. and he happened to do that like as we released the podcast called Stephen Fry. <laughs> I kind of I kind of did choose that because yeah. there was a few titles we could have chosen, and a few very good ones. I chose that one just because in the hopes of something like that, but it it that, worked too well. Yeah, <laughs> in actual fact, like that will get no more listeners. Like it's oh, just no, no, it's cool. just cool to see. Like, I've never had a trending now. Banner on a post before. <laughs> Neither so I, I saw really that excited. and I thought, wow, well, what have we done? We must have done something awesome. No. I put that link up today in hopes that people that aren't... This is the thing, like, um, like when I draw a comic, even if people have never read a comic before, I can either put it on my phone or send them an address and say, hey, check out these three panels that I drew in paint. Yeah. And they look at it and they'll either laugh, very rarely, they'll smirk, or they'll just turn to me and shake their head but I get an instant reaction 
Yeah. The thing with the podcast, which I've never really thought before, is even though I've been listening to podcasts for, I don't know, two years. And two years ago, when I first started, I thought I was late to the game. And I thought, man, like people are doing this podcasting and I've never even listened to one. Now I've got to get into this world. But there's quite a barrier to entry. Like you can, to, to listen to a podcast, it's a matter of figuring out what a podcast player is or that they even exist. Figuring out how to subscribe to something understand that they come out periodically and and when they come you can download it or listen to it or something like that and the normal internet user i would say doesn't know about that no but the normal internet user uses internet explorer well that's true (laughs) but But, i I was the same i started listening to podcasts uh the way i got into them is um I do. I started listening to one of the ones the BBC does, mm-hmm. and it does one of its Radio Four comedies, uh, Friday Night Comedy, does a podcast every week, and that, but that was already something I listened to. And that was and broadcasted on actual radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you so can just have the convenience of having it on your phone. Yeah, that is pretty much exactly what it was. was yeah. oh, if I do it this way, I just have them every week downloaded to my computer. And I can listen to them whenever. And that was me with Hamish and Andy. Same thing. They yeah, had a weekly show. So that's a really easy way to get into them. And then I started listening to other podcasts. And, Some uh, really cool ones. Yeah, he, he's, but that's such that's such a weird thing because some of them can be really long. Mm. Like you can talk like Hello and well, Dan Carlin's pretty much a special exception because his his podcasts are like four hours long. But I don't. But they've got. It. I bet he has a very strong following. Oh yeah, huge. Exactly. But yeah. It's it's because it's on an interesting topic, but you kind of come in and out of it. I mean, yeah. I don't listen. I've never listened to one in one go, obviously. But that's the thing about the players; you can pause. And play where, and most of the time I'm listening on commutes, and I'll listen to 20 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Yeah, and it's just a playlist. So once one finishes, the next one starts. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like your radio station where you listen to what you want. Exactly, and you can make. You, I mean, I suppose it's kind of like with uh, like Netflix, but it's just radio shows and it's free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I found that this barrier to entry, like in case people are listening to this, I recently put a post up saying, hey, uh, if you're not a podcast player, just like how I've pretty much got no local friends that use Twitter. And I yeah, think that, same. That, that same thing, those same people just don't listen to podcasts. And so if you go to pubbizandwatermelon.com, it goes to the SoundCloud page and you download the app and it's really easy and then it subscribes to it. And most people that are diehard podcast listeners wouldn't use a SoundCloud app. But it's a good, like, gateway drug for people to listen, you know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, for me, that was just using it on iTunes. Exactly. And it yeah, a gateway yeah. Drug. yeah. And it's, uh, but it's hard to get feedback. Like, for someone to tell us, to, for us to know if we did a good job or if we didn't do it, if people enjoyed it or not, they had to go through that process, sit down and listen to us for an hour, and then reach out and tell us. Yeah. And, and a few people have, which is fantastic and, and like, sounds like they enjoy it, which is great. And because we're probably going to do what we want anyway. And it's good that it resonates with them. <laughs> but it's, it's, this came to the point when like Nat was mentioning it and I also had it from another person. And what they, what they, they pretty much said the same thing as they said, why would I listen to a podcast? And especially now is when we're like two talking heads yeah. and we're just talking about stuff. And it's pretty egotistical I'm not sure if that's a word but for us to think like hey we're going to talk about things at your dining room table and other people are going to want to listen to it especially people who know us who are going to think 
Why do I have to listen to you right, talk for an hour? Even more. Yeah. And I can just, when I've I, got enough of you. I can just me. talk to you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But, and that's weird to think like, make, yeah, we're just going to record anyway because it's fun. But yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, um, my answer was, if you listen to the radio, 92.9, whatever the local radio station is, and majority of the time they're just talking about stuff, current topics, except... It's kind of catered for... I'm not sure if you listen to the radio lately, but I don't listen to it anymore. Always listen to podcasts. Because all I talk about is things that interest the 15-year-old girl. Like, it doesn't yeah. interest me what Justin Bieber does. It doesn't interest me what all this stuff is. And me listening to podcasts is my way of saying, I want to listen to these people talk about these things. And if I don't like it, I'll just delete it and listen to the next one. I'll just reorder my playlist. But people... The people that haven't listened to podcasts before would instead listen to the radio. Yeah. So I mean, that, that mind shift, I think. But it's case in point. I mean, how I got into podcasts was listening to radio shows. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just like... But something uh, that you enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, it was, yes, it was a radio show that I already listened to and I just kind of shifted medium and started listening to it as a podcast mm-hmm. and then moved into other podcasts. And it, it's different to mainstream radio because mainstream radio... Like I think the only reason that's still alive is because people listen to it in their cars. That thing is going to die a swift death when people stop listening to them in their cars. Well, I'm not sure if I'm interrupting you. No, no, keep going. Oh, I read this interesting thing how um, they were celebrating the fact that smart car or smart technology in cars are soon going to, I'm not sure if they do already, um, support native podcast uh, apps in their in their system. No, oh, obviously good. And, and so, like, you could go into your, I'm not sure, uh, Tesla, and click on podcasts on your dash, and you can subscribe to podcasts easily like that. And what they're saying is, is that's going to be awesome because back in the day, apparently, I read a bit of history of the podcasting was that someone figured out that you could attach an MP3 file to an RSS feed. An RSS feed is like a feed that you can subscribe to things. So you used to be able to, if you found a website, like a comic that you really enjoyed, they usually had an RSS feed, which means instead of going to the same website every day in your favorites, you could subscribe to the feed and whenever they updated, it would tell you. So it's convenient. Yeah, that's, that's what RSS is for, is so that mm-hmm. you get the information comes to you instead of you having to go find exactly. it. Exactly, which like revolutionized a lot of stuff and kind of weird that, Google no longer has supports their Google Reader, <laughs> and, and so back there. So what, what they were interested about if it goes in the car was because because someone accidentally or whatever found that you could attach an MP3 file to an RSS feed. That's apparently how podcasts started, or one person's version of this. And so people, the the early adopter or, or the geeks, which I'm very much a geek, <laughs> and found that hey, we could do this in our phone. It wasn't until that gained some traction until Apple said, hey, we're going to release a podcast app native so that when someone buys a new iPhone, this app's already on there. And those yeah. apps get used the most. And apparently when they did that, the amount of podcasts that got listened to and made just blew. Oh, it would. Because suddenly people who... It, it's because up until that point, it would have been something that people had to be had to find themselves or be told about. about. Yeah. Whereas this is something that you're suddenly putting onto people mm-hmm. who don't know anything about it. And also, like, iPhone, I looked up the other day, they've sold 700 million iPhones, I think. Or was it more than that? 
I'd say more, but that's oh, still, oh, oh, maybe oh, maybe it's a bit, a couple of billion. Let's make a billion. But like, but like, yeah, but like, if if it was a billion, that would be one for every seven people in the world. Mm-hmm. So they, they one bought, company. Yeah. So like, they have they have they have sold loads, but that does include iPhone ones and iPhone threes mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but think about how many people like are using are using that, and now suddenly they've got podcasts right next to a radio or stocks, and they already know what a radio is. Mm-hmm. I think oh, is there a radio app? I have no idea. But this podcast thing is just there. And, you know, even if 0.01% of those people open it and only half of them continue to use it, still that is still yeah. hundreds of thousands of And now imagine, this is with people that have a phone with a podcast app that's very easy to find. Like imagine when it's in the car and it's just right there while they're driving. Like, yeah. I think podcast is going to go nuts. Probably, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, but but that's, that's going to end up with the problem then. You're going to have a more competitive market for it because there's going to be so many more people listening oh, to it there's going to be it. a lot more noise so there's going to be yeah. so many more podcasts so to stand out the crowd be, but that's been a problem you know for ages like if you look at music how that how you how much you have to do to stand out in music now is ridiculous mm-hmm. it used like you know go back a hundred years all you had to do be able to play the piano that's it you can have a lifetime in entertainment because you've got a skill that not many people yeah, have it, yeah and if they, people want to listen to a song you have to be there Whereas fast forward to now where like one person can make a, a song. They don't even have to write it or pretty much do anything. They just have to turn up and sing it. And then it's suddenly, that's it, their work's done. It's going to get listened billions of times and they have to do it. They have to do more. So it's, all, it's so much harder to, for all the good people to get to the top, especially when you've got uh, money involved because record companies are going to try and make sure that it's their artist that's getting to the top so they go for marketable. Which I hate, but anyway, um, can I have a beer? <laughs> <laughs> you did pretty quick. We, yeah, we, yeah. You know, the good news is you don't have to worry if you're listening to this because by the time they come to cars, we're going to probably reach the million listener mark. Yeah, which means we've established it. ourselves, and then who cares? Yeah, who I mean, I, I reckon we'll probably you know, we'll probably be like the face of when that starts. They'll probably use us to advertise. Oh, I know, like, because I've got a feeling if if this growth happens. The way that it's been happening in these first two episodes, like by the end of the year, man, we're gonna be, we're gonna be like twenty listeners. Twenty, 20 yeah, twenty regular 20. listeners. Yeah, and that's big. That's I actually did know. I, I looked at the SoundCloud app, and there are seven people subscribed to the SoundCloud feed, which I probably until because it's not on iTunes yet because there's a whole process for that. But I think SoundCloud's gonna be the best avenue. Man, that got deep. That's something. Oh, like I was that. I was thinking earlier today about how there's some things that we really shouldn't talk about mm-hmm. because some of them are going to be too controversial. Like, You're talking like politics and I'm talking like abortion. at work today. Yeah. What do you believe in? <laughs> no, right. Exactly. That's because someone mentioned abortion at work today, and it Ugh. and of course it very very brief very quickly exploded into the conversation, and it just got shut. But we tried to shut it down as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that ended up turning into a conversation about shutting down such conversations. Uh-huh. So we end up talking about child vaccinations instead, oh, you know, no, because because no, that's easy. No. Um, but yeah, that's something we just there's stuff for me. So I'm like, we just can't talk about because either it's too controversial like that, or I'll get too angry. Exactly. Well, and music's mm. one of those. Ah, music's one of those. I, I yeah, because I well, well, I don't to, know. To be honest, if I think if we're going to talk about something that people are going to listen to, like the world's got enough places to read things that are going to upset you like it would just be fun yeah well yeah unless you want to talk about abortion 
No, I don't, I don't want to talk about abortion. <laughs> no. Oh, jeez. No. I can't believe they brought that up at work. Like, well, I can't remember how on earth we got onto it, but they it pretty just, much like, was... Hey, Baxter, what do you think about abortion? <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly it got turned into, shall we not talk about abortion? <laughs> <laughs> if, have you, do you watch F1? Mm, just watched my first race the other week. What do you think? Oh, God, like, this is just because I was in Melbourne when they did the qualifying. So, like, oh, when I got yeah. home, I was like, oh, man, I'll watch it. And it was actually really cool. That was a good race, yeah. I found that, I have no idea. <laughs> but I found that they were so uh, intense at trying to shave the seconds in the qualifying. Everything counted. And the race happened. And it was just like a bunch of nine-year-olds on go-karts. Like, <laughs> people were spinning out and things were crashing in a spectacular crash. Oh, yeah. That was, that was probably the biggest crash I've ever seen in that wow, It looked amazing. And that guy that had the slow-mo view of, of the thing going, it looked like a movie scene. But and that, that was really appealing to say, like, hey, anyone could win. I like that aspect of it. But I found it kind of funny how they were talking about all these years they had like, tried to... Sh- uh, shape the front end of this one car to like maximize the airflow and all this blah. Yeah. Didn't bloody matter when it hit the <laughs> wall. <laughs> I mean, it hit the wall a little bit faster than previously, but he still would have hurt himself. Oh, he's still out actually. Alonso really? might not even be even raced this week. How did they not have like stretches and everything? I uh, that, that was what they're saying. Is it was amazing that he? I mean, when I that. But when he when he when that crash happened, that crash happened whilst we were at an ad break, which is one thing that really grinds me when I'm watching Australian TV. But anyway, that happened whilst we were at an ad break. Comes back and you they feel say, like Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the kind of thing. I'll, I'll, that's, that's probably going to end up being a lot. <laughs> Mate, the ad, ad didn't need to pay for this F1 for it to be free in your screen, Mister Baxter. You can't. Yeah, I would. I would continue, pay for continue. it. I would pay for it, continue. but I'm not going to pay for Foxtel and still have ads. Uh, okay, continue. But um. So. Like, yeah, he came back to that one, and then they were like, I'm like, oh, a Sauber had a crash. Because like, there was a Sauber in the gravel pits, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's or, or whoever it was him, I think it was a Sauber. No, that's not important, but I'm like, oh, that's, that's a bit sad. What happened there? Did he clip the wall or something? And then they go, and then they say, oh, and that big dusty mess at the top of your screen is another car. And I was just like, Whoa. bull. Yeah. And then, yeah, you see Alonso. You're going to have to need a big bleep for that one. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I just, you see him crawling out, and I was like, yeah, how is he alive? I know they say that they, they crumble on purpose to absorb the blow. Yeah. But that thing, like, and, and they must make the cockpit where the human is just like a bulletproof coffin. It, yeah, it is. Because that's a, just a coffin. You're yeah, just where it's, he's it's, in. It's a mono, they call it it's a monocoque, and that's like a big, that was a big thing when they were going through, like, I mean, safety update. Yeah. I don't care how strong it is, it's probably not padded. No, that's why. That's why he broke a rib. He broke a rib, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah because like, like, if it's bulletproof, if you're like smashing around in a bulletproof coffin, I hit like what eighty G or something. Well, I don't know. I have no idea. I'd have to check it. But yeah, like, but seriously, when it came back, I was just like, oh, what's that dusty mess up there? There's a person crawling out of it. Mm. And yeah, you watched the crash, and it was just a massive crash. So many G's, a rapper would be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about before? Ah, news. News, but I just end up like we're not watch when I'm looking news. I've kind of gone to now going and finding my news because I want to find a place which either is as unbiased as possible. Which you want to find a news that is as much as BBC like as possible. Yeah, that's probably what's going to end up. <laughs> I mean, I'll go there because like it's in like the BBC has to remain neutral. Like um, you might not know uh, know this, but when there's an election on. The BBC has to refer to all the big, all the main three parties 
the same amount because they're meant to be impartial. Mm-hmm. So if, like, say there's an election, it happened, oh, when was the election? I can't remember. I don't even know if I was even there. Um, like, they would have any, any show that was talking about politics in any way, like if they would just say Labour Party, now they have to mention the Conservatives and the Lib Dems as well. Funny story, Lib Dems are now like the fifth biggest party in the UK. They had a massive slot. Oh. The SNP's bigger. Um, but, like, here, yeah, I don't think that's the same. <laughs> Because all, uh, I think, are all the networks here private? Nah, I wouldn't have a clue. I would have no idea. But you don't have, like, that state-owned... I feel, oh, like, a BBC I feel like certain channels portray certain parties. Well, yeah, because it depends who owns it. When I was in America, I, had, uh, I stayed at a few different places. And I remember this, and this is a good thing about traveling. just opens up your eyes a little bit for things. And... One one family I stayed with, uh, what, are they, what do they call theirs? Republic and... There's Republican no. and Democrat. Yeah. Democrat, okay. So one family was very pro one, and then one family was very pro the other. And <laughs> one of them watched Fox News, which is... They'd be the Republicans, yeah. Okay, then. apparently they're pretty heavily biased on that one. And the other family yeah. watched the other other news station. They never watched Fox News, and that was very heavy. But they didn't. they thought when they watched the news, it was balanced. And here I was as an outsider coming in, and it pretty much, you know, politics have a lot of a lot of games and, and things they do. Yeah. And if I could put it down into like an essence, what I'd watch one new segment, and I would say, Obama's farts smell really bad. <laughs> and then I'd go to the next family and watch their news. Obama's farts smell like chocolate. They're the most amazing <laughs> thing you've ever smelt. Let's capture his farts, bottle it, and smell them all day. I'm not sure. But it was yeah. so polar, it was unbelievable. And when they're watching it, they're just nodding their head going, his farts do smell. <laughs> they not smell them, but people told me they fart. Mm. So it's so crazy how they can be so biased, but you wouldn't even know if that's just what you think about. But that's, that's what I kind of try to avoid. And mm-hmm. apart from, I mean, the only way to really avoid it is to go for something that isn't big. It sounds like that's why you like BBC, and I didn't know that about BBC or its history or anything. But it sounds like it's very, it's great because you can get clear. Well, that's what you want to watch the news or you want to watch a segment about politics, and you want to know the facts. Like, yeah, each side what they're saying. You don't want to be caught up in the rubbish about how their campaign's going or like what they're trying to convince over the other. So you're probably used to this very clear view of what's going on and you get here and depending on what you watch depends on what your flavor you're going to get yeah i mean do you see that when you watch tv i watch it for different reasons don't watch it for different reasons but we can get to it later what do you watch babe Sta- oh, i don't babe station here <laughs> i mean do you, <laughs> you don't know what, no, do you? <laughs> what is station is it a tv station it's a tv station for yeah. babies no oh, okay <laughs> what's it for it's it's a, it's a different it's for a mature audience Mature audience. They call it Baby Station. Babe Station. Babe, babe Station. Station. Not Baby, oh. Babe Station. Oh, Babe Station. <laughs> Sounds good. I like Babe Station. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 might, you might not want to have that on record. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know. I have no idea what Babe Station is. But, but I think why we got onto this was we wanted to not talk about politics. So we ended yeah, up talking bloody, about uh, politics. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just drop it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you want to order it's pizza? getting me angry inside. <laughs> That's what I said. I don't want to talk about certain things because I know I'll get angry. And then so do you believe in won't... abortion? 
No, I'm not talking <laughs> about abortion. All right, I'm gonna change the subject. It's good, I think. I'm gonna order pizza because that oh, way that's a great idea. we're gonna talk about something else. Yeah. <sighs> I'm still angry. <laughs> it's funny how like yeah, I just typed in puppies. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing again? Uh, Dominos. I've got the app. Can you get like a code for it? Yes, uh, man. The... You are. I was, just about, <laughs> hey, look, I was just about to ask you, but I was afraid of being judged. <laughs> Because I was literally I, the first thing you do is go. Can you just look up a, a code? No, I'll I'll tell you a story since I can talk about it now since we've just broken last about this. But when I first came over here, like you know, a few weeks ago, and I was like looking around, and I was like, all oh, this cool stuff we've got here. I'm like, man, this guy's like my spirit animal. Like everything here is like what I want. And then somehow the topic came up, and we can't judge me on this or you. It's you know we're friends. Um, the thing friends. came up about. Um, Coupons for petrol. Did it? Do you remember what your view on coupons for petrol is? That they're really stupid. Why are they stupid? Because you don't save much money. I can't remember. Let me tell you what I do. (laughs) And (laughs) you're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna feel really bad now. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. I didn't. I didn't judge you. No, no, no. I didn't care. Um, Just because I, I think I like just the concept of saving money, no matter how much it is. But anyway, the best. Best thing that Rice and I have done recently is number one, we buy it on Monday because Monday's the cheapest. Step one. Oh, you do that? No, wait, there's more. That's just there's step one. more. That's step one of a multi step <laughs> journey. And I'm already like, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Monday saves money. Got that, right? It used to be mm. Wednesday, now it's Monday. So they tried a little, little tricksy because if you go to Wednesday now, it's more expensive. Have you, have you noticed w- w- uh, Monday we went past the petrol station and it was down to 99 cents? Crazy. Yeah, people who don't live in Australia are going to say, what? Is that, is, that, is that good? It's good. Although people like, in the UK are going, how on earth are you not just like driving everywhere going, just fuel to burn? Because like, it's well, twice that. I don't remember being under a dollar like until I was, when I was a kid. That's yeah. when I was a Anyway, so that's step one. <laughs> step two is you use a coupon. Get you four cents off. It used to be that you spend money at a related store. So Coles Express had Coles, uh, Caltex had Woolies. So you kind of had to shop at the same place you got petrol. If you spent over yeah. thirty dollars, you got four cents off. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that's that's a, that's something we have. Step two, on. step three, you make sure your tank is almost empty because there's no point getting four cents off if you're just getting two liters. <laughs> you need to get maximum amount of liters. Correct. Yeah, yeah, I see where you're coming with okay. this. Yeah. So a little little cheat for all those people out there paying attention. Coles Express, use your RAC card, you automatically get four cents off without even having to shop at Coles or spend over $30. Do you, can you use the coupon as well? No, you're just showing me your membership card. But can you do both to get eight cents no. off? No. But well, you, you're on the right track with yeah. more here. Yeah. Step four. You and a friend, i.e. me and Russ, goes and fuels up at the same time and pays in one transaction. <laughs> so you only have to but you can get the four cents off for any transaction. Let's presume so that doesn't he doesn't have <laughs> RAC. And one friend has RAC and the other person doesn't. Step four. I hope Raz is okay with me sharing this. I feel like in spirit we are both he has bargain to hunters. He has to be now. I'm sure this is. <laughs> I haven't said his first name, so his, his identity is protected. It's fine. Step- it's, only everybody calls him Rice. It's exactly. No one knows his first name. Um, step five is... 
So, so we've gone through, we've, someone's filled out, they've pulled out, and hopefully the guy doesn't think we're doing a runner. Second person comes in, fills in, and then we go on together and pay. Step five, man, I hope I'm including all these steps. Yes. <laughs> if you spend more than $10 in store, you get extra, is it, I think it's eight cents off a litre. Which doesn't work out normally because normally things are most expensive in fuel stations. So yeah. by the time you spend 10 bucks, you've lost five because you've paid double the price. But we found that the price of toilet paper is the same in Coles Express as is in Coles. <laughs> so we buy bulk toilet paper for the house, which enables us both to get eight cents off, which to argue against your argument earlier how we just go separately no because then we have twice as much toilet paper as if, if one person yeah did. now it makes sense now we have like 50 rolls of toilet paper instead of 25 then we use the bank I'm with ING and they've got a, if you use PayWave under $100 you get 2% cash back on any purchase I'd, I'd like to point out that we're now already on step 6 step 6 <laughs> effortless <laughs> step 6 <laughs> And by the time I've done six steps, we've probably saved a dollar. Probably. No, no, we've probably no, saved more than it. You would I haven't saved, done yeah. the exact maths. But that... Uh, and I don't really want to do the maths either uh, because in case I'm don't disappointed. Don't say that because I, I, now I really want to do it. Oh, no. Wait, so... Um, okay, right, let's so, presume so that let's, Tank yep. has 35 litres. Yep. Okay, so times two cars. So 70, 70 litres. No, right? let's do 35 because it's individual benefits. Not a dual benefit. No, no, that was one of the steps. Okay. So we, we, we got to include it. I can't argue with my own process. Okay. 70. Okay. Now, what's the price of petrol at the moment? Let's say it's 99, but it's reduced to 95 with the four cents off. Off. Okay. Upset. Take eight cents off. No, we need to figure out the baseline and then the discount, don't we? Let's we'll work out the baseline. Oh, the baseline. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, so be 30, it'd be 70 yep. times by uh, 99 cents. So that's $69.3. Okay. $69.30. We'll remember that. I'm pretty sure I can remember that number. Then we won't. <laughs> we won't at all. So okay. otherwise it's 70, 70. times... Times by. Uh, instead of 99 cents, it's now 95 with the 4 cent discount. And then it's 87 with the discount extra on top of it. 60. Okay. okay. Now times by 0.98 because I get 2% catch back. Uh, I don't think I did that right. Seventy times times about point eight seven. Eight seven. That's dollars. Sixty point yeah. nine dollars times zero point nine eight. Fifty nine. Yep. There was no other steps, was it? You had no. to spend ten dollars to get that, though, didn't you? Nah, but we would spend that. We everyone needs to. Oh, buy oh you, so you're, you're you're discounting that against you expect buying it anyway. Okay, yeah, right. yeah. Like I use toilet paper every day, so I need it anyway. Every day. Christ. Every day. So. Mate, I don't even need to do the maths. That says fifty-nine dollars. No, no. Oh, no. The baseline needs to be on a on a more expensive day. So you want? To, so that's fifty-nine dollars. That's the that's the new the new numbers. Fifty-nine dollars. So, so let's round but up sixty dollars. Divide by two. Man, you're rounding up. You're under. We're, we're going to divide it by two anyway. But let's just round it to the nearest dollar to make it simple, because that okay. way it's okay. sixty dollars, and I can remember. And divide by two, so we've spent thirty dollars each. Yeah, okay. to get a full tank 60, 60. of petrol. Now let's presume the price of petrol is on a Tuesday, and that is what's it going up to now? Dollar twenty? Yeah, like dollar twenty. Yeah, it's okay, dollar twenty. Eighty-four. <laughs> Mate, I you'll save me twelve bucks each. <laughs> that is a lot. Not obviously enough for you, judging by your expenses. <laughs> 
<laughs> in I my mind, know. that just sealed the deal even more. 12 bucks. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. But for me, I mean, first of all, I don't have anyone to do this with. So I can't do the double double up. Yeah, you still need toilet paper. You don't need a double up. The double up is just the convenience for us both to get yeah. at the same time. So I can't do that. Create the bank account's free. Are you a member of RSE? No. Okay, so you just need a shop. Where do you shop? Coles? Will these? Uh, both. Coles. Boys. Okay, so this could still happen. This, you're gonna you're gonna try and convert me, are you? Oh man, I'm gonna convert you. Man. <laughs> I don't know because I reckon the the main the main problem with this isn't going to be getting the RSE. The main problem with this is convince me to only buy petrol on Mondays. Mm, that can be a drag. I'm not organised enough for that. You know what sometimes happens is sometimes it gets to uh, midweek, maybe a Friday, and your tank's getting pretty low because you've used the car a lot in the week. Instead of filling it up, I'll just put fifteen dollars in <laughs> just to get me through to Monday, just so I'm spending the maximum amount. I used to when I was a student and I had a car, which a lot of people are already thinking I'm an idiot for doing. But I would literally, yeah, put ten pounds in, and that would. Yeah, why would you do that? Ten pounds from like the bare minimum, and what that would do, that would poke it up just so the light wasn't on, and then by the time I've driven out of the petrol station. The lights back on. <laughs> Is that because you didn't have the money to buy more? Or? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have that the kind of money to fill up my tank. I mean, I would, <laughs> what am I, a millionaire? I would fill up my tank on special occasions, and it and it, oh, it was a. I would feel so special just going, yep, yeah, just pull it in, and I don't care. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's so the light be back on by the time I get out. But I would also know how many miles I could. Get. Oh, absolutely, I know. Exactly and I'm like, I'm like, I go right. I've been, I've done so many trips, and I took, did this much of that one. I know I can get like. 13 more miles out before mm-hmm. I run out of petrol. You know exactly how much. Yep. And yeah, you, you know, bang, like right now, not a clue. And I feel like that gives you an awareness of your car more than anyone else. You it can also feel you... the car and it's fuel. Yeah, but you're also scared because every single noise it makes, you're always scared. Yeah. Going uphill, even more scared. Yeah, you're like, oh great, that's it, I'm going to have to refuel sooner now. <laughs> I remember my grandparents used to, I mean, very fortunate that at times when my grandparents had a car, uh, like when they could no longer drive or if they had an older car, um, I got to use it, which is awesome. Because when I was young, I didn't have to outlay for a, a new car. Very grateful for. But what it often meant was I had a very old car. And they just drink fuel. Or they die whenever they like. Oh, you had and, one of those. And so what I found out that the reason Nan and Pop would only ever put $20 in at a time wasn't because they're in a situation like you. It was because <laughs> when it had to get towed to the wreckers, there wouldn't be $30 of wasted petrol in And they didn't happen to tell me this until afterwards, after the fa- fact that for years, I would drive this car down south to Manji on like, you know, four hour trips each way. And they go, you took that car? <laughs> Weren't you afraid? And I'm like, what do you mean? This is a great car, isn't it? <laughs> you, could, you could have died. Yeah, you could have died. So. <sighs> Domino's, we would order. Oh, I'm going to sidetrack my math. You were so content. And then we did you, maths. You were so so determined to convince me to buy my petrol on a different day to save myself <laughs> some money. And we're, we're now going to use a voucher to save yeah. ourselves 20 bucks. So oh. we're going to save more money by doing this. <laughs> well, as soon as you type dominoes into Google, it recognizes that the next word's going to be vouchers. Yeah, that's how... I mean, it's, it's pretty stupid that you can't do it on the same screen because... Like you don't have to go anywhere to get them anymore. Mm. There is a I've got an app to oh. get vouchers. I mean, but my phone's over there, but yeah. There, there was this that we made fun of this a lot in the house. There was this uh, I don't know two years ago. Apparently, Domino's got a new CEO, 
and he had this big marketing thing on internet and on on TV and they said, hey, you know that, that Cheap Tuesdays thing we used to do? We're not going to do that anymore because we think that's silly. That's not the way we should do business. What we should do is just give you a lower price all the time. And that's what we're, our brand now is. Cheaper pizzas all the time, but good food. You know, you, you could get elected with that slogan. Yeah, what? <laughs> you could get elected with that slogan. <laughs> exactly. Cheap pizza. And he did. And I, all this thing. And then what do you know? A couple months later, Cheap Tuesdays back. <laughs> <laughs> so they like completely went back on their... I'm not sure if we got, got the same. They completely went... Oh. But it did not go the way they wanted it well, to. Well, because... The, what, what, the way they would have the only way that would have worked is because it's cheap Tuesday more people buy on a Tuesday mm-hmm. like you know I've done this because like you we go to Domino's because we can get a voucher so because we're saving money we're choosing to get pizza if we couldn't we wouldn't order that amount I mean, I'm we, sure we, we might like order like half a pizza and go mm-hmm. oh we're spending a lot of money because we're saving some money we're we going to spend three more. pizzas each probably but I mean I bet they still make a, money with the voucher price yeah but, but the reason they do that is because they get a higher turnover because people think they're getting a special deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got... When, when my brother had his bucks and I was in charge of organising uh, the you bucks... You were in charge... Oh, God. Oh, yeah, it was great. That was a good night. I enjoyed it. I think everyone... Um, but when I organised food, I thought the easier thing would be Domino's. And this is a little trick. If anyone's um, doing a bucks night, absolutely do this. I figured it out by accident. I went to Google Maps, found all the Domino's that were nearby the location. And I called one and said... Hey, um, we're probably going to order 40 pizzas. How many of you were? Six? Maybe it was, <laughs> maybe it was 20 pizzas. I don't know, it was probably more like 20 pizzas. It was definitely the most amount of pizzas I've ever ordered. And I just felt like saying, hey, maybe the first time I didn't even, I said, what, what, how much will it cost? And the guy must have said, oh, man, I can do a deal for you. And he must have said like four ninety five, you know, $5 a pizza. And then yeah. I thought, I might try this at the other stores. <laughs> and I called from store to store. I probably called just half a dozen. I got pizzas delivered for three dollars fifty a pizza. See, that's what you get when you order. And we had twice box. as much pizza than we needed, but it didn't. Well, I guess it doubled the price. I've got, I've got a pizza story actually. Oh no, you get you. Got no, no, no. That, that's it. Just no. call around, ask if you're getting bulk. Next time you're ordering twenty pizzas. Yeah, which probably will happen <laughs> shortly. Um, but uh, um. What's the biggest pizza you've ever had? Biggest? Yeah. Probably not that big. Probably not. You're just going to... You've never had... Maybe the equivalent of... Because Domino's pizza is pretty small now. I don't know how big they are. I guess they must be like 13 inches or something. If that. Probably 12. Yeah, Yeah, 12. 12, 12, Maybe the equivalent of uh, two Domino's. Might be the biggest one. Yeah. Is that right? It's not 24 inches because that's not how maths works. (laughs) No. But that, that's what back to because I once we were at a frisbee tournament in Birmingham, mm-hmm. uh, and the guy we were at was because when, when we when we got back in the evening, this is an indoor tournament, two days, staying with one of the like you know, our host was one of the guys on the home team, and he's just like saying, so what do you guys want to do for dinner? And we're kind of like, oh, I don't know, what do you kind of think? And he says, well, there's this place that does twenty inch pieces, twenty inch, <laughs> and we were just like, yes. The best bit was it was kind of like a, it's like a Kind of like a kebab shop, but not like they do them here. Not like they do them. And you go in and you just, you don't say, I want a 20 inch Americana or I want a 20 inch pepperoni. You just say, I want a 20 inch pizza. And they go, okay, they roll out the base, put a bit of sauce on. It's like Poss- a Subway. Possibly a choice of sauce. And then they went, 
what do you want? And they just had all the toppings in front. Oh. And I, but I do distinctly remember like going, I'll have that, 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 and twice having to say, I'm not done. Because <laughs> I was literally like, I basically, I probably could save time by saying all the meat plus chili. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, I'll have ham, pepperoni, bacon. No, no, no. Keep them going. Keep them going. Because if you have the option, you want to get maximum meat. Oh yeah, that's, that's what I was just like. I mean, I was. Is it the yeah. same price no matter what meats you had? Yeah, exactly. Oh. You just like you just ordered by size. So I was just like, I want the lot. I it's mean, like when you go to Subway and someone says like the person in front of you says, "Oh, can I have like uh, um, lettuce and." Cheese. That's just no meat. That's just let's that's good. You like you didn't know you're paying. And I I know I used to be really fussy, and so like I probably would have got that as a kid. But now I'm like, give me everything because I'm spending seven bucks no matter what, and I want <laughs> maximum food. You're like, can I double? No, <laughs> I, 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 no, I can't get double. Yeah, just, I'm, just I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm still I'm you know, I might still be a fussy eater, but I will still be like, yeah, just give me more chilies or yeah. something. I'll I'm just like, take them off. I don't, <laughs> like, like you're not going to charge me more, are you? No, excellent, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's often my thing is like, would you like uh, would you like carrot now or whatever that new thing is I'm like does it cost more like, no it's included put it on <laughs> I don't care why'd you ask me uh, but, I, no, I, but this place so I, the, the, it was a 20 inch pizza and the reason we got it was because the house the, the host had basically said to us no one we've never seen anyone eat a whole one what and me and my brother both listened to that and went no, you say That's this. It. You say yeah. this to everyone, buddy. Yeah. And we were just us. like challenge accepted, <laughs> and we both get it. We get home, and we're like, oh. so. But, but let's put this into perspective, um, size-wise. It's a square relationship. That's four ten-inch pizzas. So, like, imagine four Domino's. Is pizzas. that the way the math works? Is it? Yeah, because it's squared. So, oh, you, squared pizza. No, oh, no, because you think about it, the the area, oh, yeah. which is essentially what pizza is. Uh-huh. Is I used to be good at maths, but now it's gone fading on me. But keep going. But you, you measure you measure the pizza in the diameter, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. From one side to another. But because it's like an actual thing in three D three dimensions, but mm-hmm. one dimension is kind of constant. Yeah. If you double the the rate, double the diameter, you quadruple the area because it's two times two. I'm just going to take your word for that. Okay, just that's that's what happens. <laughs> so it's four pizzas, and I got halfway through, and I was like, I am just done. And you're like, yeah, I see why you're like, no one's... I mean, we had offers of like, if you manage to eat all of this, you don't pay for your drinks tonight. And even with that, we were just like, I can't do it. So you couldn't finish it? Couldn't finish it at all. Ended up going yeah. to watch Iron Man instead. Did you vomit? Uh, no. Wow. No, I, but I do remember that Ian, my, my, my brother, beat me because I ate one less piece. Wow. But I got to the halfway point and I was just like... I think as the, soon the, as the challenge is thrown down, that puts you a bit step behind. Well, but, but that's the thing is, I, I'm like, I will possibly, you know, I would risk hospitalization to finish this. Mm. But I got to halfway and I just thought, this this isn't happening. I'm not going to finish this. So okay. I'll stop there. I got halfway. Ian, uh, my, bro- my brother got there, got to halfway, did one more and then said stop. Mm. So I suppose it was only worth it for him to say that he beat me. Yeah. But I was like, well, we got halfway. Well, that sounds believable. He has never seen anyone. <sighs> Yeah, I was like, I, I yeah, believe it now. Yeah, there's an American show called Man vs. Food. Yeah. How is he alive? I don't think he will be for much longer. But what, is for the record, going? he goes around and does the challenges like this, like eat this, whatever, and the, the world's biggest hamburger, and something ridiculous. Like some of the he foods you see are out of proportion, so they wouldn't sell it to the public, they just like give it to him. It's, well, that's because the kind of thing like, um, 
the point of these things is usually that they're a ridiculous challenge and if you do it you're like on the wall of fame like they won't have seen many people do it because mm-hmm. I mean uh, they're, they're all over America those kind of things like yeah. can you eat a 70 pounds no not 70 pound that's ridiculous 70 ounce steak <laughs> they, they do have some pound. things here with steaks yeah yeah a 70 pound steak it will take out the table <laughs> oh, I think it's a 70 pound like is that what the, does you England do um... no we match them announcers but in Imperial, if you're if you're ordering a steak, it will, you will be told how many ounces. But that's the same here. Maybe I don't eat steak. Yeah, okay. like, but <laughs> whenever like, I hear something, because you said that comparison, I had no idea what I mean. Yeah, no, what is that, no, is yeah. that like three kilometers of steak? I have no <laughs> idea. Or two liters? <laughs> Wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, no, I'm the same. It's like you can get a 24 ounce steak. Okay, how much steak is that? <laughs> yeah, I did that. Even I, when you said the the inches, I, I measured 12 inches for like a 30 centimeter ruler. And then everything was like, how many rules are in this? Uh, that's a funny thing, because I'm like, right, I'm an engineer, and I will, if at, if at work I mention any Imperial measurements, I get laughed at. And I mock Americans, because American miners work in Imperial. Mm-hmm. But, I, but for me, like, I, if I'm measuring something, if I'm doing calculations, it's in metric, meters, key, or, you know, it's in SI units. If I'm guessing something, it's in Imperial. That's why when I said to Pizza Z, I said 13 inches, because I go, oh, it's about 13 inches. If I say 30 centimetres, it means a bit less to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, 30 centimetres is a ruler, so I can imagine that. Mm-hmm. But if you say 27 centimetres, which is roughly 11 inches, I'd go, I don't know, 11 inches. Oh, that's about... That's oh, okay, so you don't really relate to centimetres. Not so much. I can measure yeah. in them, and that's great. And if yeah. I want to do something accurately, I will do it in centimetres. But I guess like stuff in inches and mm-hmm. feet because it's more relatable to me yeah no, I get that that's fair enough and also if I'm guessing I don't care about being accurate yeah, yeah, yeah. but what... I, I still measure metres based on uh, a 50 metre arc of football so as a kid playing football I couldn't I, there's no way I could kick 50 metres but I knew that to kick 50 metres like I knew what it, what it would have yeah, taken. Yeah, you, you can you can imagine that. I knew how old the kid would have had to be, and I knew how much effort it would have taken to kick it. And so, like, if someone says it's hundred meters, mate, like, oh, it's two big kicks. Hmm. That's funny because I'm exactly the same. Well, I'm very similar for distances as well. If I need to work out how far a distance is mm-hmm. in meters, like if it says this five hundred meters away, I'll think that's a lap of a running track, and then another hundred meters. Hmm. I always think of it in running tracks, mainly running because tracks. they would like. Like into the over there, considering you know, nicely measured out. Here's 100 meters. So I always think about the school running track. Possibly a bad way because I have no idea if that was accurate at all. Mm-hmm. I think someone just kind of went, ah, looks about Good right. Enough. What are these? Yeah, great. I mean, it's on a hill. But uh, if, yeah, if I'm thinking about that, I mean, so four. I think four of those is a mile. Or if I'm mm-hmm. here, I'm trying to work. Uh, although actually, yeah. when it comes to speed, though, I'm completely lost. Okay. I only work in miles an hour. So I come here, it's all the speed speed limits are in, in kilometres an hour, and I'm just like, I have to look at the speedo the whole time because I can't guess. I have no idea how fast 40 kilometres is. <laughs> I remember distinctly, it's a weird topic, but I remember distinctly, <laughs> the maths problem, or the moment in life, when I, in my head, it clicked for me what kilometres per hour meant. And it was this right. maths question, I was like, the dining room table in management and I was with mum and she was helping me with my homework and this question came up and I just couldn't figure out the answer and we ended up calling dad who was at work or he was out somewhere or I'm not sure where he was but we called him and said like 
what does this question even mean? Like, what's that? And it was something like, um, it was very simple. Like, if you were traveling at 120 kilometers an hour, mm-hmm. um, I just I'm, I'm working this out in my head now. <laughs> no, no, you don't need to. No, that, like, that, if you travel 120 kilometers an hour, um, how far would you get in half an hour? Right. Yeah. And I was like. How, how am I meant to figure that out? Like, first of all, you're giving me a speed, and now you're asking me for a distance? They're different things. What do you mean? And then uh, it was just when we were on the phone call with Dad, and he, was, and he said, no, 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 that's what 120 kilometers per hour means. It means in one hour, you travel 120 kilometers. And that just had not clicked to me at all, and he had to spell it out for me, and then... And mum just must have had... She's, she's very smart. She so presumably, what, presumably what he said to you was, kilometres per hour means kilometres per hour. hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it just did not... And as soon as I realised, I was like, that is so smart. <laughs> These mathematicians are you, amazing. You, so you essentially had a moment when you went, correct. Correct, yes. <laughs> and we figured it out. But man, I still remember that exact moment when I figured out what the relationship between speed and distance is. That's pretty cool. <laughs> if only all oh. my life was that interesting. I don't think homework stories are really good. No, they're just <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway. Howdy.